0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Welcome to another episode of Half Hour with Jeff and Richie, the podcast where we deeply dive into the shows we see. This week, we are discussing the new Broadway musical, Harmony. Want to know our thoughts of the story of the comedian Harmonists? Then join us for the next 30 minutes. I'm Jeff, a music industry producer and manager.
1: And I'm Richie, a theater director and producer. Let's explore Harmony on Broadway
2: Half hour!
1: Welcome to today's show, everyone. Before we get started, we always like to let our listeners know that there will be spoilers in our discussion about the show in this episode. So if you still want to go see it first, that's okay. Make sure you go check it out and then come back and listen to our episode. We just wanted to warn you all that that's, we, there will be some spoilers here. It's and okay. that being said, today we're here to discuss the historical and thought-provoking new musical Harmony. So here's a little bit on Harmony. Uh, Harmony. This is a show... That is a blend of music, storytelling, and history, charting the rise and fall of the comedian Harmonist, composed of three Jews and three Gentiles who achieved international fame during the rise of the Nazis in Germany. With a compelling narrative brought to life by veteran collaborators Barry Manilow and Bruce Sussman, Harmony is a fascinating exploration of memory, resilience, and power, and the power of music to unite even in the most testing times. Harmony is playing at the Ethel Barrymore Theater on Broadway in New York City and revisits a forgotten chapter of history – shedding light on its timeless relevance today. It also uh, has direction and choreography by Warren Carlyle. And I wanted to just bring a little bit of the show's history into our conversation before we start talking about this Broadway production that we just saw. This show started in 1997. And it goes all the way back to – a. it started in San Diego in 1997. It went to Atlanta in 2013. It went to L.A. in 2014. It went off-Broadway in 2022. And now here we are on Broadway in 2023. So this show has been around for a long time, going through a lot of extensive maybe changes and rewrites or production element changes to get to where it is today. So we're not Mm -hmm. seeing something extremely new per se – And I think that's really important for our conversation because I think there's something to be said about new – sometimes we see shows that are so new, and then sometimes we see things that have gone through a lot of changes and production. So while this is new to Broadway, it has been around since the 90s. I know that Barry Manilow has been working on this for a long time. So I just wanted to kind of put that out there, uh, a little bit of the history of the show
0: it's uh, such a timeline yeah for sure it's like when you th- it's a little crazy when you think about it and you're like wow 1997 the year of the lion king
1: <laughs> yeah and look at that. And the lion
0: king broadway. has yeah. been on broadway this whole time that they've been creating harmony and doing all these different versions of it yeah
1: crazy yeah crazy, yeah. crazy. So, <laughs> let's dive a little bit into some of our overall thought on this jeff with the plot and just our thoughts in general on this piece what did you
0: think I feel like my initial like one, two, three on this show is kind of simple. It's a kind of, after seeing it, it's a biopic jukebox type musical here. And I felt that the show had a lot of great moments, but it wasn't that cohesive. And the whole time I, while watching this, I said, OK, they're touching on this and they're touching on that. And here we are and but they don't know what they want it to be you know is this a is this a biopic musical on the comedian harmonist is this a piece on you know nazi germany and the holocaust you know is it a revolution piece i just felt like they were trying to touch on too many things and it as as a viewer it didn't really let me sit there and say hmm okay i totally get what they're trying to do here
1: it almost was kind of to me I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying to me, there seems to be a little bit of a missing concept. Yes. And I think that you're telling the story, but then there's a narrow like so, so the, the, the different stereotype theater moments, right? We're doing the black box with projection to show a million different locales. That's one concept. Mm-hmm. You have the dark tragedy. Okay, you have the comedy elements, the show within a show. You have the typical, like I'm the narrator, I'm going to tell my story, and because there's so many, it's like almost like just, just give, do one less. You know what of I course. mean? Of yeah. course. And I feel like I, I don't mean to compare this to other Jewish stories like Fiddler on the Roof or like Cabaret, but those two were wildly successful musicals of their time. Still are multiple revivals every few years on Broadway and internationally. And I think when you look at something like cabaret, you look at it and you say, oh, the concept is we're at a cabaret Mm -hmm. at the Kit Kit Kat Club. And there is a love story and there is tragedy and there is stuff going on. But then when we're in the song, the song is either making fun of or highlighting something that's going on in the world. But then we're reminded that it's in the style of a cabaret. Yeah. Um, with Fiddler on the Roof, Tevye addresses the audience. He is the narrator. So mm-hmm. he says, oh, my daughter's going to marry and now she wants to, what am I going to do? And, and the comedy comes from just the actual telling of the audience. Mm-hmm. In real time. In real time. Like right. Would, Tevye steps away from his wife or his child to talk to the audience. Like, can you believe what I'm going through with my family? And that's where the comedy is. Here, it was like, I would, so we'll talk about Chip Zion, a little bit, who's I think actually the best part of the show or one of the best parts of the show, because he's pretty fascinating in what he's doing. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I was a member of the Comedian Arminist. Let me tell my story and then let me play all these different bit roles like the MC and Cabaret does. See, like there was just so much of that. It was almost like I feel like the creators were like, let's take so many things that have worked in the past and kind of make it work here. And I just don't think a lot of it's stuck, unfortunately.
0: And I totally agree with that it's i'm gonna bring it out early in this podcast episode here but when we get into the checklist musicals this is falling into that boat unfortunately for me it and, and you brought it up here it's like okay ready let's get out basic 101 musical theater here and narrator check projections check choreo numbers check you know, funny moments check. And it's just like, I don't know. That that clear concept of this was just missing. And it kind of brings up, you know, how successful do you think they were in retelling the Comedian Harmonist's story here in Harmony?
1: Well, it's interesting because it is such an important story. And when I was watching this, I was like, oh, this is actually really fascinating to me, right? that these guys got together the way they did. They went to New York. They think they maybe should have stayed in New York. They didn't. They The whole group fell apart because of the horrible things that were happening in the world at the time. And they say that this group was supposed to get big. They were big. They were in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. They were releasing records. People loved them. And it's amazing to think, oh, what could have happened? What could this group have been? And I think that is an amazing story Unfortunately, I think of the way it was told and I was just more interested in like Julie Benko's character, Sierra bogus's character, Chip Zion's character, even Josephine Baker's moment. I was kind of just more interested in all of them than the actual six guys. And that was really kind of sad.
0: Okay. Interesting point here. I feel like we're going to skip t- to something that I want to get into more of like what could have been better in this show, but I already feel like like a major conversation here and you just brought this up by bringing up the josephine baker part here there's a moment in the show when it opens act two and we're having a what if like what could have been of the comedian harmonists but we don't
1: know at the time that it's a what if we think that they actually got together and danced with josephine baker at the Ziegfeld follies i i think and i thought that yes i didn't mean to cut you off continue
0: how interesting would this play musical have been if more of the show was that?
1: Yes, because I I was like, Wow, the comedian Sorry. harmonist and Josephine Baker danced together at a number, like that's cool. And then when Chip runs out and says, No, no, and he stops the song and he says, This didn't happen. This never got to happen. I remember in the first three, five minutes of act two, I'm like oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is really, really well like, done. That was like a really why? cool okay. way to tell that.
0: But why did that happen in Act 2? That should have happened as the opening to Act 1. Yeah. If the whole show started out with that number, and like he came out as the narrator and said, no, no. this never happened, and I'm going to tell you what yeah. happened.
1: Then we would have been like... We
0: would have been like, there's wow. theater. Okay, yep. that's theater. Okay. And instead, instead we it was had like to they go. were at the
1: piano and they're like, Whoa, Carnegie, oh singing. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I just I just feel like while I do think those six men sang incredibly well for two and a half hours, yeah. and that is really difficult to sing all that harmony while you're dancing and all that. And I get it. I told the vocal arrangements, and I believe you said this in our uh, on this review, the orchestration and the vocal arrangements are top. And Barry Manilow's name is on all that. He did a lot of these orca- um, vocal arrangements and arranging. And so like, if he spent a ton of time getting those harmonies correct, no pun intended, right? then good for him because I thought it right. sounded really well. I don't think the score is very good, unfortunately. I don't remember one song. I think a lot of the music was very forgettable. And for someone who's been working on a show for almost 20 years, um, I-, I-, I just... Oh, actually, over 20 years. I feel like um, the score could have been a little more polished. But I did like the harmonies.
2: We'll be right back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered com. It's
0: my little escape.
2: Now Judy's the life of the party.
0: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
2: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Root. Void are prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Welcome back. Right. But and this show had such but this show had such a long development process. Like, I'm so curious to know, like, in 1997, what was this show like? And how far did it actually come? Because when I look at this show, I say, hmm, I don't know how far it came. And, like, did they stay very specific to, like, where they started and also, a, a key moment in this show is when Chip is sitting at the end and he's listening to a tape recorder, or he's recording himself talking about this piece. I feel like that needed to be highlighted more. On was this something that inspired the show in general? Did someone find this tape recording of his story and say, "Oh, this could be a musical"? It it just doesn't feel that clear and it's, like decided. Right. And and you know.
1: and if there was a living comedian harmonist in the eighty, I think there was one that lived long. I, I wonder if the, yeah, because you would have you would have swore Chip Zion was a comedian harmonist, right? Yeah. Like just the way he was acting and telling that story, you would have swore he was one of the original. Totally. Um, but let's talk a little bit about some design concept things here as we move into okay. some creative design. I um I will say this. This was off Broadway. It was in regional. So I still feel like it didn't do the jump to Broadway because we fe- I felt like it was in a black box theater and I almost wish, and I know Beowulf Ford did this set. We usually love Beowulf sets and I nine mm-hmm. out of 10 times usually love it. I didn't really enjoy this set because I felt like I was in a glossy black box. And I say glossy because I feel like the walls were like glass, shimmery, but then there was projections behind illuminating different locales. But then sometimes I didn't even know where we were. And like a costume rack came on or a desk came on. I'm like, where are we? Like it didn't even make, I understand we're going to show multiple locations with projections, but the black box just darkened everything and and made everything felt so closed off and not clear. I think that's our theme here, right? Jeff is like so many things were not clear Mm -hmm. uh, in the plot, in the design. I, I, well, that I,
0: did, even the set didn't have a concept. The set, you look at it and you said, I don't, what were they going for here? You know, when you, when you compare it to something like Cabaret and you know you're in the club, you know you're in the club, okay? And we're getting those moments in the club. Where was the main point that this show was taking place? It didn't have a clear goal here.
1: And, 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 it, and if you're... Ch- If you're trying to just tell, we always talk about this, right? Why do we try to tell someone's whole life story in two and a half hours? Why was it our job or this creative team's job to sit and tell the whole story of the comedian harmonist? Why couldn't we actually talk about maybe mostly being their demise with some flashbacks to how they started? Not let's start at the very beginning, right? And then go all the way through. I just, it's, I don't know if that concept really worked for this.
0: Especially know? since we've we've seen memory shows so many times. Let's go take a trip down memory lane. I don't know if the memory lane needed to happen for this show. Right. Because one, a lot of people don't know who they are. So I'll go back to what we were talking about earlier is there was such an opportunity to kind of showcase and say, Because of Nazi Germany, this didn't happen. What could it have been? What what could they have been in society? That, to me, is so creative and so inspiring that they should have said, "Hmm, If we continued, hey, if they stayed in New York, if they did something like that, what could have been of them? Would they have fought for their country, you know, like if they if they stayed in another country, would they have said, this is what they're doing to the people Mm. in Germany? Mm. This is what they're doing to the Jews. Hello. Could they have been advocates for people around with their platform that they were creating? You know that.
1: I, I totally hear you. And to talk about another aspect of design, I do want to say the costume design was by Linda Cho and Ricky Lurie. And I really did like these costumes. I thought they were so period. I love period piece costumes. I thought they were really great. There was a lot of costumes in this show. And I actually really did like this. I did want to say that. But I also want to talk about, when you're talking about the plot here, there's a program note that I picked up after seeing the show that I wanted to read to you, this short paragraph. The program note about the comedian harness. So I'm reading what's in the playbill, okay? Then the quote here in the playbill. The comedian Harmonists were indeed the toast of Europe from the late 1920s through the early war years. The events of their career are dramatized here largely as they occurred. Some license has been taken with regards to chronology and locale. The characters of historical merit, politicians, performers, men of science and letters, all indeed factored in the story. The uncanny meeting on the train, dramatized in our second act, happened. So it's interesting that they're trying to say some things may have taken some license, but that train thing did happen. And I yeah. think that was interesting, too. So to me, I think we're sitting here, we're saying, did all this happen? Did some of this happen? Did this happen in the right order? Because they're saying some of things might be dramatized and slightly out of order. So I don't know. Like, what are we trying to do? Are we trying to tell everything exactly yeah. as is? Are we trying to dramatize this? It sounds like they tried to do a little bit of both. So I don't right. know. So if
0: you're going to dramatize it, then then really dramatize it and make something up. Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't give me a false biopic musical that of what you thought happened, because then that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. This, is not, it, this shouldn't be a what we think happened, because we're talking about the time period that did exist. I'm talking about, you know, if we're here to showcase either the memory or the art of what these men were creating and what it could have been. I think that there's so much more of what could have been of all of the Jews that were killed in the Holocaust. There were so many and they all were doing something. And I think that entertainment is a very interesting thing because we don't really hear a lot about the entertainment side of what people like who was killed, who was taken. And it was very interesting. You know, another interesting part of this is like usually you would think, oh, the entertainer gets a, a pass and for a while they were getting a pass. You know, it's the same thing like in America when people went to war and then you would see like, Oh, did celebrities get the pass? And then right. that you see like, Oh no, Elvis was in the war, you know, like you didn't get a pass just because you were a celebrity. That's just mm-hmm. a job. You and know? it does
1: kind of lead into a little bit about Julie Banco's character and how she was never really seen again. And I want to do kind of go into some cast here. So yeah. What are your thoughts on the performance of this cast, Jeff, especially the portrayal of the characters by these actors, and in particular, Chip Zion and his role as the narrator and the guy?
0: Well, I think I think you said it earlier. I think he steals the show. He's so good. He He's such a seasoned actor in this, and I, I do think he embraces that. There's a moment with him at the end, too, that you just are like, okay, we're going to serious town here. Probably the last 15 minutes are, are also like, the most important part of the show where you're having all the feels, you're having all of these things because it's a what-if moment for him too. It's a what if he stopped? What if he did stop whoever was on the train? Who was on the train, by the way? I'm trying to remember.
1: I th- I could be wrong, and if someone wants to comment and, and correct us on what we're saying, why did I think that Adolf Hitler was on the train I think that?
0: Right, I think they were saying, oh, it's Hitler because the girls are like, in Nazi stand, and they're all like, yeah,
1: they were for the. They're they like the he's it. Of- they were saying the Fuhrer, and that's how I believe who they refer to as Adolf Hitler. So I think they were on this. T- and if they're saying that really happened in real life, then oh, of course, tell that on the stage. What a what a crazy incre- right. crazy moment that must have been for all of them, right? But
0: and I liked the thoughts on it, like he's saying in his head, like go and stop him, take the gun, kill him, do this, and like.
1: But maybe we needed more of that. Instead of him yeah. coming out dressed up as like some silly thing, like he would just throw a wig on and be silly, maybe we needed more of the narrator to play a dramatic role here and take this to see, let the drama sit with the narrator more. I don't know, you know? Uh, I- well,
0: that's where that's what I would love to know about his involvement in that. Uh, being that he is like one of the only, he was one of the only living and longest living members of the group. So, so much of that was focused on him. And, you know, then he moved to America with Mary and they lived in California. So it's like, okay, great. But were a lot of his demons inside of him for the fact that he didn't stand up enough for the group and for his fellow group members, you know, when he's in New York City and they're talking and he's like, let me stop them. Mary's saying we need to stay here in New York, like. Why am I not doing it? And I I did feel like we could have had more drama there to give it the theater moment. We'll be right back.
2: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
0: Let's jump back into things. Saying, like, oh, he, he kind of was a pushover and, like, didn't stop things. And speaking you know? of Mary,
1: I mean, I know we had uh, Julie Banco and Sierra Boggess in this. And I think Ju- Julie Benko, was, yeah. Yeah, her role was small, but she was great at what she was doing. I wish I saw her more on the stage, actually.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Sierra Boggus to me, is very good at what she does. She's yeah. a, an amazing singer, I've seen her in multiple things. I think she's just great. I loved her costume. Yeah. I loved her everything. I thought she was a great character in the show and I really enjoyed her in this a lot. And then when we talk about these comedian harmonists, I, I I I know they tried to each get their own individual moment and song and and who was the nervous one? Who was the funny one? Who was the serious one? I get that. To me, I just, um, I wish we went to darker, deeper places with some of those guys. I wish we kind of got to know them a little bit more. There was just this like, harmony all the time it was that and so i was like you know i don't know i just feel like i i feel like i got to know chip julie and sierra and his character better like i said earlier than the six guys unfortunately you
0: know yeah but then even like julie and sierra's character they kind of were just it it didn't feel closed The, the story with them didn't feel like it closed in any way and i think that has a purpose i think when we look at some of these pieces that are Holocaust pieces, it's it's there is no closing because there never was one and it leaves it up in the air for you to say, oh, okay, maybe she was murdered and you know, what are we supposed to do there? But you know, I do want to go into a little bit here now quickly, the direction and music here, because I think these are two of the main points. Um, and what do you think about the overall direction and music in this show?
1: I thought, th- I thought, you know, I always say sometimes I see shows and I think the way we move from scene to scene is a big part of the direct. How many times have we seen a play and they're like, why are we blackout waiting yeah. lights up? You know, I don't I don't understand that anymore in modern day direction. But for this, there was a lot of movement from scene to scene. So I, while I didn't like the literal set, I actually didn't think Warren's direction and choreography was half bad. I thought there was some nice moments and some staging Although some of the duets were very stiff and yeah. there wasn't any use of the stage fully. And then like when the orchestra was like way in the back and we barely saw them, I was like, put the orchestra in the pit. Because how many times did the harmonist look down into the pit to say, no, it's like, why? And maybe there was no literal pit in that theater. But then that goes into like, well, then why are we doing this show in this theater? I don't know. There's like all different questions I have, but I didn't mind the direction. I just thought it was a little basic. But I did like the scene ch- changes and transitions the most. And he gives clear that the direction. Went into
0: that. Well, highlight what he did well. You can highlight that Warren did the scene changes really well. We see terrible scene changes right. all the time on Broadway. So, yeah, I do think it flowed really nicely. I guess I will say with the show, like, I was never bored. No. Like. True. I was never bored watching the show. I'm being more critiquing this piece on, like, it could have been better, but it was never bored. Like, this show definitely sits in middle of the road for me. Like, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It's not the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like, I wouldn't, I'm i not leaving there saying, wow, that was amazing. Like, the lady in front of me who I heard saying, oh, my God, this was amazing. Tell all of your friends. <laughs> like, I don't feel the same, but thanks yeah, yeah. for your opinion. And, and I do think that comes down, unfortunately, to the music. I think... It's not memorable enough. And you can't say Harmony 52,000 times in a show that's called Harmony and beat it over the head. Like, meh. You know, it just didn't feel like... That is catchy for the wrong reason. When you hear Harmony, Harmony... Uh, that That also makes mean- me think that they didn't write good enough music. And it seems like they did write really good music. So the music... Or the show should have been written really well.
1: And I just feel like the music, when you think of some iconic golden age pieces, if I named a musical theater piece from 1940 to 19, maybe it was a recent, you know, and I named a famous musical, you could probably instantly sing a song from it right now. And yeah. so I, if someone said, what's a song from Harmony? I would just say Harmony over and over again. I hate to say that. It's the only thing that's sticking in my brain. Um, right. So, and, and then... And then it goes back to the, we talk over all the importance of this story. And I think to myself, could this have been a play? Could this have been a play with a couple of the actual comedian harmonist songs scattered throughout? Maybe instead of an original score. And then it's so interesting because someone said, oh, you're going to see that Barry Manilow show? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh, is it about Barry's life? And I was like, no, 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 no like i think the marketing on this was all off because everyone for 25 years has just been saying the barry manilow show the barry Manilow. it's not about barry manilow it's not about his life barry manilow just tried to pull an elton john and write in her score to a show and no one's and that, really understanding that
0: totally 100 and i right? would love to talk about the marketing here um This is a big deal, I think, in Broadway and Broadway's marketing because it needs a real overhaul, I think, soon with the marketing companies that they're using. I don't understand how you can look at Harmony, number one, and say, I want to see it based on the title of show and how they're advertising it. Because one, I don't think Harmony tells me everything. And part of me thinks the show should have been called Six, but that's playing up the road. So...
1: right. Six but, like, stands quality.
0: out. Ha- six stands out in so many great ways because it's the six wives of this. Like for this, this is harmony, but it doesn't have a slogan. Six you know harmony. what it is, but harmony is like, okay, the story of the comedian harmonists. No one knows but, who they are I, either. That's
1: not even on the playbill. It doesn't even say harmony. This it just says harmony a new musical. So I'm just not understanding like harmony a new musical I understand there's literal harmony, and then it's also about different types of people creating harmonic relationships, living together during tough times. I get it. I understand the world we're in today and how it's very polarizing. The horrible things happening in the world today, I get it. But it's not doing. Th- th- and then the, the poster is like red and yellow with all these images of the show, but it's still not telling me.
0: Right. Enough. I'm looking. I'm looking at the playbill right now because this is still the same kind of. Marketing that we're seeing everywhere, and I look at it and I say, I don't know what this show is about. And I saw the show. That's what I look at this. I, I look at this playbill, and it's like, I don't know. Like, should it have been called Memory? I don't know.
1: <laughs> or I don't. You know, when you think of some, there aren't like cabaret. Did we need to be told this is about the cabaret in the nineteen? Like, no, no, you just,
0: don't need to. And but
1: every show is different.
0: But this is where if we like talk about the shows and we say, okay, yeah, a strong word usually works for a show like this. And this is where a time where I think it's not working in a way, because they picked the wrong word. Yes, they had harmony, but it just seems like it it seems like they said, Oh, it worked for Carol King. Let's call the show beautiful. And this one, let's call it Harmony. So but I mean the show has been in the works for how long, so I'm sure they've had the name Harmony for the longest time, unless, unless they didn't, who knows. Mm. But I do want to go back to the importance of the story, and I do think it is important. With what we actually put into the material is even more important. And the concept here, I think, had a great opportunity by saying there were so many people from that time that could have done great things in the world and put out great art into the world. And I think deep down, that's what this story is trying to tell here, is these men had the creative parts to them. They were on the road to successfully be successful worldwide, and they were stopped. And what could it have been for them? And what could it have been for all of the people in Germany at that time? And I just feel like that felt a little flat. That fell a little flat for me.
1: Agreed. It's an important story. And I did learn a lot. And I think we should keep telling that story. It just seemed clunky in the way it was kind of assembled and put together. Yeah. And I just think there could have been some changes, maybe some more edits. So, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. yeah. So.
1: Oh, my gosh. Just wow. time. We're wrapping up. Final thoughts on Harmony, Jeff.
0: Let's Final thought- thoughts. Final here. thoughts on who the show is for. Final thoughts. Mm-hmm. I Like I said, middle of the road show for me. I do think if you want to learn something from the past about these men, definitely go check it out. You know, it had some great moments. You'll probably leave wondering and pondering some things. But hey, why not? It's a fun night out to check out a new musical, which I always like to see.
1: I agree. I think that this is, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It's very middle of the road for me. When I say what it's for, I think theater is for everyone. I think everyone should see this if you're um i also i do think it's for the new york theater person though too to go mm-hmm. see a new show that is historically based but it is for the tourists too i think it's for everyone uh like i said i wish the marketing was a little clearer on this hopefully it does well and it keeps um moving forward up to tony awards we'll see but uh just like i said yeah like as you said kind of just middle of the road from on, on the fence the I'll say.
0: on the fence yeah
1: that, this does wrap up our discussion on our episode today. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into harmony on Broadway.
0: Don't forget, we want to hear from you. Continue the conversation with us on Instagram and TikTok at Half Hour Podcast. Let us know your thoughts on Harmony and any other Broadway or off-Broadway show you would like us to discuss.
1: And if you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review. Your feedback helps us bring more Broadway to you. And remember, you can listen to past episodes and stay tuned for future ones as well.
0: Until next time, I'm Jeff.
1: And I'm Richie saying ta-ta.
0: Bye.